Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Married at First Sight wrap up with me, your Jason Reed, and my co-host, the wonderful Asia Welch, who I am sure she will be happy to know that on a podcast partner level, she is fantastic. Asia, how are you doing? Oh my gosh, I was so nervous. I was wondering <laughs> what you thought about me as on a podcast level as a co-host, as a woman. You know, yeah. I was really curious. I Ooh, okay, that you're, really... You're seating all of them. I'm, just, I just, I'm sure you're relieved to hear what my opinion is of your value as a podcast co-host. Yes. Oh, my gosh. That's so much weight off my shoulders. I was really wondering my worth. As I'm just trying to help you host. be better. Like this was, I'm trying to help you. Because you care. Because I care. Yeah. There's so much yeah. about you as a podcast partner. That I just want you to know what your value is as, as a podcast. I appreciate that. You're welcome. Um, you're welcome. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I'm doing well. You know, it's an it's an exciting time right now for TV. Like I was so used to just maths being the bread and butter these past few months. And then now it's just like you had the amazing race finale, you have celebrity or not celebrity big brother ending, a uh, big brother Canada starting. And it's just like, oh, I just have so much on my television. Let me tell you something. I had to duck so many spoilers last night just <laughs> yeah. to watch Maths. It was it was a, a tough it was a tough go of it. And I got spoiled on the Amazing Race finale uh. by the winners on Twitter. Uh, <laughs> even though I muted like a dozen hashtags yes. and use a hashtag that, you know, was not it's not common, which is, <laughs> is mean and upsetting. They're like hashtag I won. <laughs> Yeah, something like that. Like it was like amazing race, CBS. I was like, I didn't really think to like do that. Right. Yeah, no. Wednesday night this week was wild because I was like, okay, since I'm doing the recap um, for Big Brother Canada on the Thursday, the eviction episode, I was like, okay, I gotta be strategic about this because I'm also hopping over to Silent Podcast to talk about the Amazing Race finale with Sasha. And so I was like, Let, let's figure this out. I, <laughs> I watched I watched Big Brother Canada live. Then right after I watched Amazing Race because I was like, Twitter is going to spoil it. So I immediately jumped into that. Then literally like 930 my time, I'm starting maths. I was like, why do I act like I do not have a full time job <laughs> that I have to Asia be up Wealth, for? <laughs> Asia Wealth is not only about money, but she is a drowning in podcasts as well. <laughs> There's a wealth of podcasts out there. Yes. Just trying to come up for air. But here we are talking about Married at First Sight. And I'm so excited because what 
an episode. What what did oh we watch? Gosh. It's 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 like whack a mole this season. Like I don't know who to be mad at at what time, and it just they pop up every other episode. Like, oh, you're who I'd be mad at this week. You're who I'd be mad at this week. Oh, you're fine this week, but last week you were awful. Exactly. It's just like, yeah, we we can we can spread the wealth of yeah. our our all of our emotions, the happiness, the anger, and it's just I never I don't know what to expect, even with the previews, and I know it's coming. I just still get I'm just outraged. <laughs> a certain someone <laughs> so I can't wait to talk about it and I'm just so glad that I didn't have to feel any emotions towards Alyssa because we didn't get a now, why did you say her name <laughs> okay we were doing so good I wanted to go through the whole podcast I'll say either one of their names but you messed it up <laughs> next time next time next time we now you're fresh. jinxing it they're going to be back next episode <laughs> watch they're going to be at the stupid uh hockey thing the guys are doing and the uh what was it uh fabric dancing yeah. or whatever the girls are doing you you jinxed us <laughs> and now they'll be back next week oh gosh i mean hey they have to they have five couples they invested in so they're gonna get something <laughs> gonna get out of them worth, yeah. yes <sighs> exactly but Yes, everybody, thank you so much for all of the reviews and ratings you have been leaving us. We have just been just overwhelmed with the love that has been coming our way. I'm so excited to read it each and every day that uh, something new pops up. Um, so like we said, we we had a goal of reaching 80 ratings by the end of the season, and now we're at 73 we yes, gone up. We love y'all. Thank you so much for the love and the response. We asked you guys, and you guys have as have been heeding the call. Only seven yes. away from the goal. Like I said last week, I love hearing good things about myself. So <laughs> I'm just so happy and elated every time we get a new review. Yes. Um, so we do want to highlight a couple. Um, so the first one that I want to highlight is from Jillian0402. Which I love that username because 0402 is my birthday, April second, oh, coming, coming up. up. Coming up. Yes, I will be the big three O. <laughs> oh my! Exciting times. <laughs> That's like married at first sight age. You'll be ready, right? I'm. I am the ideal age range. You gotta come <laughs> back. You gotta come back to Texas, right? You're gonna see Asia thirty, Houston, Texas. Um. So the subject is my new favorite. Uh, Jillian0402 said, I am a podcast junkie and a big fan of reality TV. I listen to so many recaps and this one is my new fave. I started listening after episode five of Maths and felt right at home with Asia, Jason, and their guest Bryce. I watched this uh, week's episode of Maths and found myself checking my Apple feed for their new podcast. I even searched for their Twitter page to make sure a new episode was coming and it did not disappoint i i loved it and your guests are awesome very relatable group of people and i want them in my friend group maybe we can all live in the same apartment building one day you know for the experience (laughs) i just love the experience of being with my with my listeners i just want to be with my listeners Uh, so thank you so much for that rating that is so awesome we're so glad you found us and we're here every week so keep a lookout it should be here. Uh, it should be dropping your feed. Typically, like for sure, we should be in your feed every Friday morning. We had people on Twitter today asking us to get our podcast out as soon as possible <laughs> yes. to talk about a certain somebody who we'll get to. 
Um, <laughs> but the review I wanted to highlight uh, this week is a is a recent one, but one that I just had to to bring to the to the podcast immediately because uh, <laughs> it was it was it was a good one. Uh, so the title is Hail to the Rehap Up. It's by Kay Rylands. Uh, it says, first of all, this is one of my go-to podcasts from Ready at First Sight. What would I do without Asia's well-timed giggles and Jason's hilarious commentary? His voice is nearly spot on and unmistakable for our former presidents, which makes listening all the more enjoyable. <laughs> wow. Um, you know, I didn't, uh, I, I've never been told that, but I can see that. I asked, I turned to my wife and I was like, so do you think I sound like, uh, like Trump? <laughs> no, just kidding. I, I assume that K. Rollins means Barack Obama. Turn away. So that's why Barack Obama and my wife never wanted to let my ego go too big. <laughs> said, no, of course not. I, so I, thank I, you, K. Rollins. I appreciate, uh, uh, I appreciate the, uh, you know, nice words yes there and, we go uh, you know the the comparison to uh one of the world's greatest leaders thank you so much <laughs> there we go I'm, that was spot on because <laughs> i thank can you. see I, it thank you i'm, I'm <laughs> gonna play this for my wife tomorrow <laughs> and see what happens you're like now what now what do you think <laughs> you're like trash um, i'm like oh <laughs> can't win yeah uh, such an awesome uh, review. So yes, everyone, um, if you get a chance, go out there, leave us a five-star rating and review. Let us know what you're liking about the podcast. So that way you can get more content coming your way. Like we said, there's a potential for some bonus coverage about, you know, maybe one of the past seasons, maybe some of the worst spouses we've seen over the years. <laughs> so that's what we're aiming for this goal of 80. If we have to revise it at some point, or if we just have to lock in the bonus you gotta, coverage, you gotta we'll get a see. stretch. Maybe get a stretch goal for for some more bonus right coverage, or a <laughs> right. second bonus coverage. We'll we'll have, we'll have to. Yeah, yeah. We'll turn to the boss man about that. The yeah. the pod father himself, Rob Cesarino. Um. So also, we are doing a random something special for a random review at the end of the season. So go out there and leave us a rating review. You have a chance to get something special. A random five-star review. If you leave yes. us a one-star review, you get nothing but my scorn. <laughs> right. Yes, at the end of the season, uh, end of our coverage of season 14 um, in 2024. Because <laughs> the season will never <laughs> yeah. end. Season just keeps going. Yeah. We're, 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 we're three weeks into the marriages, guys. It's been, it's been nine weeks, but we are three weeks into the marriages. Episode nine. Mark at the end of this episode. <laughs> So the way the pace here is three episodes per week, right? Yeah. So if it, we're going to do it right. like that, just just push it out like Big Brother. What else does Lifetime have on at primetime? No, bad movies. That's it. <laughs> right. Give us Married at First Sight, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. I'll stick with it. We'll do if, live if, feeds if we have to. Right. So there we go. So let's get started. Let's jump right in. <laughs> All right, yeah. Uh, first, the first we let's just let's get them out of the way. Uh, <laughs> not a big episode for them. Uh, Noi and Steve. Uh, we had a lot of drama last week, and just seemingly it's just this poof, it's gone. <laughs> Didn't happen. Never happened. Uh, so we get into the little montages that begin the episode. Uh, we get to Noi cooking crispy bacon. Don't make it too crispy, Noi. 
Steve will passively aggressively talk, tell you how crispy it is. Right. Uh, so then when we get into the main meat of their segments, uh, we start out with, uh, well, this is the episode where we talk about love, guys. This is, this is the big love episode. And we talk about how you feel in love, how you fall in love. Uh, and then we all have like nice dates that we all, re- we all arrange for each other. So Noi has arranged for Steve to go on a scavenger hunt in the park. Uh, so scavenger hunt takes him like to a few different places. Then it's called a flower farm where apparently they had uh, a garden where they flash back to a date we never saw in like a flower farm. Yeah. I, it was weird. Like, okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just lets you, just makes you wonder how much like footage we have on the cutting room floor. Right. Uh, he goes by the water and he ends with her on the swings. Okay. So they, they take some fun pictures with a little Polaroid camera. Uh, you know, Polaroid camera makes me think of, uh, of a certain other couple in the reality sphere. Um, who is it? Oh, Ayana and Jarrett uh, on Love is Blind. One of reality um, TV's best uh, couples. My favorite couple of all time. One of reality TV's best couples, according to me and not Asia. <laughs> if you know, you know. Um, uh, the camera is apparently a big thing nowadays. They take a few fun pictures. Oh, nice and cutesy, cutesy. That's the end of that segment. Pretty much a nothing burger. <laughs> Look, okay, I will give Noi props for this because that took some effort. It wasn't just like go to the lake. It was a very creative poem to lead him to these places. She's like, you put one of these behind my ear, which led him to the flower farm. I thought it was such a cute idea and it took effort. And so, but on After Party, uh, we had this week on After Party, we had Noi, Lindsay, and uh, Jasmine on. Mm-hmm. Noi said that, you know, she was planning it for a few weeks, which is like a few weeks. You only married a few weeks. <laughs> right. <But> okay. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, and that it actually took, you would think it would take Steve like half an hour to eventually find her because yes. the clues weren't that hard. But apparently it took him like two hours to, to, to get through the scavenger hunt. He was in no rush. He no was rush. casually just, talking us through it. That's just Steve's vibe, though. He's yeah. Like, you know, <laughs> If I find it, I find it. You know, I'm just gonna, <laughs> just gonna stroll through the park. Look at this flower. Isn't that great? I'm gonna take a I'm gonna take a photograph of this flower. Then he sits at each spot and like talks. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, oh, he's in no rush. I had ever, no idea until she said that at the after party that it took that long. You ever think about like what is life? <laughs> it just seems like Steve's vibe. Like it it really is. If, I, if if the clues were so hard that I took like two hours from to find my wife, I think probably after like forty five minutes, like okay, I'm done. Where are you? <laughs> Come out. I'm done with this. Because he had to have known she is at the end of this. Yeah, like she's at the end of the rainbow. Unless he's thinking, oh no, maybe you know she's back at home getting the place ready for. Yeah, something. I don't think I'm gonna have to get in my car and drive to this next location. I think she's in like a one mile radius of where I'm standing right now. <laughs> yeah, what did you think about the functionality of uh, her sitting on her, his lap on the swing? I, I mean, they're, they they seem like two pretty like lean fit people. I don't think they were over the weight capacity. <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> no, I was thinking just comfort. Like that's, well, I mean, that that's, seat is not the biggest seat. Listen, Steve's not going to say anything, okay? He's, he he knows now that Noi has like a hair trigger. He's like, but you know, you're a, a this is a little uncomfortable. Like, what do you mean uncomfortable? Are you saying you don't? I, you don't? Are you want saying me I touching? make you uncomfortable? Yeah, is that what you're saying? That's it. I'm out of here. Seriously, let's go. 
He did say he woke up next to sushi. He uh, did. So yes. that tells us a little something about about uh, how his battle to get sushi out of the bed is going. Right. He lost. Yeah. <laughs> so like I we mean, all knew he would. Right. He made some. He made some sacrifices. So I, I say props to Noi for this date. I know we yes. had such a, a wild ride last episode, but I will give her this. Yeah. Are we, the good thing is we do get a little insight into like the aftermath of the fight. So exactly. We'll get to that in a minute. Yeah. Um, so we now get to the segment where all couples going to have this segment this week. Um, they get a knock, knock on the door and the mysterious uh, like love fairy has left them <laughs> some questions to ask each other. Uh, so, you know, it's your, your boilerplate questions. How you ever been in love? How do you feel in love? So Noy asks Noya, Steve asks Noy, has she ever been in love? She says, um, I've been in love, I think, once. Now, we know that Noy has gone overseas to be with people more than once. Right. Do you go overseas for anything less than love, I wonder? So Noy is jet setting for likes. Yeah, for like. <laughs> like, you seem cool. Let me jot over to wherever, to France, wherever I'm going to Canada or something, and let me see the life over here. Let me, let me, I, I, you seem cool. Like, we've had like, I mean, I guess we can ask our our uh, our brother podcast, Nine Day Fiance, uh, how that type of thing goes. But, right. You know, I th- I hope it was a situation where she thought it was love at the time, and then once it was over, she's like, "That was not love." And you so now she so. only counts the one. But I don't count. I don't. You know, I'm not looking to Noi for maturity and common sense <laughs> like that. Um, <laughs> what? Yeah, shocker. Uh, so Steve in turn says he's been in love several times, like five. Like every serious relationship he's been in has been with someone he has loved. So I, like through this episode, I'm wondering if we're doing the thing where it's like, where there's a difference between love and in love. I've loved the person. I wouldn't yeah. say that I'm in love with them. True. But I, didn't he say like, yeah, because he did say he loved them all. Yeah, because was it really, you know, if is he looking at if he says he loves someone, that's the same as in love. I don't know. If this I really, I really love the their soul. I love their soul <laughs> and the person they are. I wouldn't say that I was in love. <laughs> right, right. Uh, so, in the confessional, Noy says that you know she's been hesitant. He's been hesitant having a love conversation with her ever since that she told him that she was slowly falling in love with him. Because it was three days in, Noy. It was three, three days. days in, Noy, and you're only <laughs> two and a half weeks in at this point. Slow your roll, right? Pump the brakes. But you know that's going to be, uh, you know, it's going to come back to haunt us at the end of the episode. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Noy says the question is asked like, "What does it feel like for you to fall in love?" Noy says, "When she sees how someone shows up for her in hard times, that tells her that she loves someone." I, I kind of like scratch my head at that I was like mm-hmm. so for you to be in love you have to see the person showing up for you in hard times like that's it like that's that's interesting what do you think about that like you said you don't look at Tanoi for a mature answer or yeah. any like signs of just like oh I am well developed uh, adult who is mature enough and ready for a serious relationship, i.e. marriage. Um, because 
yeah, there, I mean, there's a lot more to being quote unquote in love or being or, or, or loving someone than just the bad. Because what if there's a lot of good? You know, then that's saying then that's her saying she won't ever recognize it until things get hard. It just came off as a little like selfish to me. Yeah. Like, like how do you how do you cheer me up? You can cheer me up real well. <laughs> I'm in love with me? you. Right. It's about me. She's like, I need to know where you are as a man. As a man <laughs> in love. What level are you? Do you have a base? <laughs> I didn't know where you are at your base level. <laughs> right. Oh gosh, we're we're gonna keep throwing these darts in here, folks. <laughs> Until we get alert. there. Spoiler alert: We're saving them for last. <laughs> we're not we're not gonna we're not gonna give you the the full treat until last. Okay, just like the episode alert. did it. So y'all know, right? Exactly. Just so y'all know. Okay, uh, where am I? Where am I? I've, I've got I've gotten all uh, all uh, up on it. Uh, so she asked Steve, "How do you feel? Are you were you falling in love?" And Steve, as the mature man that he is. He's like, well, we have to have a comfortable bond. We have to, you know, be uh, be there emotionally. And he's like, uh, Noise is like, well, don't you kind of feel that now? Don't you like feel comfortable? <laughs> like, you don't want to say it to me? He's like, well, I mean, and she's like, well, we got married. He's like, yeah, we got married. But like, like, come on, we got quote unquote married. We didn't get like, right. real married. <laughs> like, he's like, we just saw someone get divorced. Like, just right, because yeah. we're married, this exactly. means we're together forever. <laughs> Exactly. And uh, so he's like, you know, that was a good, that was like a fir- good first step. But well, there's a lot that comes mm-hmm. after that and a lot that we have to get through. And she's like, um, well, you know, I feel like, is it too soon for you to talk to, to me about, you know, those comfort feelings? Like, don't you want to tell me you love me? And I'm like, <laughs> like, Noi, did you or did you not just two days ago to completely disappear for a 24 hour period? Exactly. And now you want me to tell you that I love you. Look, it's like she said on After Party. She didn't have this realization of what she had in front of her until he had the reaction he had after her being gone all night. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, she, so, I mean, and when I guess she says it later to the girls as well um, of just, you know, she didn't realize until he was talking. So I guess we talk about it now. Mm-hmm. She didn't realize until Steve was talking to her about how he felt about her being gone and his voice was cracking. She's like, oh my gosh, this man loves me. Even though he hasn't said it. I mean, if I was just dating him, they would have been fine when I did, but apparently he really cares about me. It's basically <laughs> what she was saying. Like, yes. It's like, uh, like, and why didn't we see this big, uh, you know, expression of uh, upsetness that Steve had? Steve was very composed uh, from what we saw in the episode. Right. I guess maybe there were moments that his, like, I could see where she got the impression that his voice was cracking. From what, I mean, from what I understood that to be, I felt like it was more conversation after the camera was off. Oh, really? Like, that's what I understood that to be. Mm-hmm. Like, they had another conversation about it. Because, I mean, in the show, like the show likes to do, they just kind of dropped it. Yeah. Like we went to commercial and it was never spoke of again after like you know, they talked about it a little bit. But there's yeah. no re- there was no real resolution. I get the feeling that it was more conversation after that and maybe once the cameras were gone for the day, they had like more of a heart to heart about it. I would hope so. Because that would just be a natural 
thing that happens in life that you you see through a conversation rather than yeah. you leave on a cliffhanger and go to commercial. Well, I guess that's all the conversation about <laughs> right. that. Cut. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so in confessional, she says it's scary that he's so nervous and apprehensive, especially since he's said it to so many other people. And then Parenthia said, girl, y'all been together two and a half weeks. Calm down. Like, yes. He said it probably to those people after, you know, a good Months. amount of time spent yeah. together. So it's it's weird. Uh, I don't know, yeah, I don't understand her rush. I think it's the she has she had she is romanticizing love, mm-hmm. similar to everyone on Love is Blind. Yeah. And I think that it's to her she she would feel like she's more in the experience if at this point she can say we love yeah. each other, we're married rather than thinking about, oh, let's let's genuinely get to know each other and go off of real feelings. It feels like she has this like sense of like relationship adrenaline, like especially when she said it to him after three days. Like just mm-hmm. it just felt like she was like so high off the experience. Like we're on our honeymoon, we just got married, blah blah blah. blah. Like oh, I love you so much. Yeah. Like, it just <laughs> felt like she was like so high off that energy that she's just yeah. like, and she hasn't really come back down yet. Even though mm-hmm. she had, we had the speed bump of Noodlegate. Yes. Um. But yeah. So that's just what that feels like. Uh. So you know, she says if she keeps putting it off, like. He might start doubting that he feels that way. She said to him, like, you know, I just like to express to people how I feel about them, you know, at the, you know, at the time, because, you know, we have, we don't have any time to waste. Like, you don't? Like, <laughs> like really? Are y'all, like, last time I checked, y'all have five more weeks. Exactly. Like, are one of y'all terminally ill? Like, <laughs> you don't have any time to waste. Yeah, I, I truly don't understand the rush. That literally can only be, be the only reason. Yeah, and so Steve explains her, you know, this is the point where he's like, you know, just because we're married doesn't mean it's going to automatically work. We have to take the active steps mm-hmm. to make it work. He's so mature. <sighs> More maturity out of our guy, Steve. Steve's so great. <laughs> Steve, I am just waiting, like, for like the really bad thing to happen with Steve, because you know it's going gonna, it's gonna to happen sometime. We, we can't have just a purely pure person on this show. I, I think he is. Oh, <laughs> oh dang. Anyway, oh, I don't know. So we have the group outing. So this episode's group outing. We seem to have. Well, how do you feel about the group outings as a as a whole? Like, do you think there should be so many? Do you think they should limit them? I think it's nice that they get to see each other and they can see. Look, I'm not alone in what I'm going through, yeah. but I don't like them in that they try to treat them like therapy sessions where they're just like, okay, if I explain my issue in this group setting and I get some feedback from the others, then, then that's all I need. It's like, no, we need Dr. Viviana to come, to come more than what she's coming next episode. We need Pastor Cal to come more than once. We need Dr. Pepper not to wait until they're six weeks in to finally come. Mm-hmm. I think we need more expert intervention. Then I'd feel better about these group outings. Yeah, because it does feel like it's a it's yeah. a substitute for the experts. Yeah, what you're saying there because and it, it it was kind of effective, I guess, this episode because they did like say some things that were like, "Well, it's good that we're talking to each other because you know we feel like we're not in it alone." Mm-hmm. And I, I guess that's the show's like justification. Like, see, we don't need the experts so much. Like, we have <laughs> each other, right? But then it's like if we treated real life that way, then like. Oh, we have friends. We don't need a therapist. Right, and that's exactly. not true. And these people need expert counseling. We've for seen real, that. For real, for real. Yes. They, they, they cannot be talking to these same messed up people that are messed up like they are. That Mm-mm. is not helping. Exactly. That's why, I've, I mean, we've been talking about it. 
Amy and I talked about it last season and the season before. They should be mentored by past couples that were successful. What else are they doing besides Instagram? I mean, some, you know, obviously some of them do have, you know, real life jobs, but some of them are deeper into social media or just focused on couples cam. So why don't they invest? I I think it's uh, People Magazine. They're doing like these uh, weekly, like they're talking to the successful couples about mm-hmm. the couples on the show this season. Like they're doing like a piece about what they think about the couples. Like, yeah, let's bring that into the show. Right. I think that'd be good. And I and I wonder if they're thinking like, oh, it's a location issue. They're not in the same place. Look, FaceTime. It's called Zoom FaceTime, people. It's a thing. Yes. Like, I just don't understand. Like, I feel like it might be like, like I think I said it last week. Like they might be doing these seasons back to back to back, mm-hmm. so they're in a different like level of a process of another season. Maybe they're they're like in the end game of last season when this is filming. Yeah, so they don't have time to do both. I don't know what's happening. Do they get a pay cut and they're like, we're not showing up as much because y'all right. pay us so y'all cut our budget. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, so the group outing this episode, uh, the guys went to some like uh, it looked like they were shooting each other with fake bows and arrows. Uh, similar to like a paintball archery games but yeah Yeah. it's kind of like paintball but with your yeah bow and arrow the ladies went and got their nails did I feel like they should have switched it that would have been funner (laughs) yeah Uh, so in the group outing Noi everybody asks each other so how's it going what's what's the hats Uh, Noi (laughs) says see we're still getting used to each other it's getting more real their perks are getting to each other and uh Lindsay <laughs> Lindsay references another post that Noi made on her Instagram. What she, why can't Noi stay off of Instagram? I, get off the get off the gram, girl. <laughs> so uh, apparently she made a post that says, uh, you when you marry someone, you marry their trauma, their inner child, and their belief systems. And she says, you know, they're still learning things about their partners, even though they're technically married, they don't know each other. It seems like it, it seems like Steve's talk to her like really sunk in was like, let me parrot this for what Steve said yes. to, to the girls. Like, cause that's not what she was saying like earlier today. Right. Like, She's um, changed her tune. Yeah. So at the guy's outing, uh, Steve tells the other gentleman about Noodlegate. And uh, you know, and and uh he talks about what we were talking about, how, you know, it didn't really sink in for Noi until he told her how it really hurt him. Be treated like that and showed her his pain, his mm-hmm. inner pain. Uh, so, uh, and Noi talks about it too to the girls, and she says that, you know, his voice is cracking. He was so upset. In the moment, Noi thought to herself, he really loves me. He was so devastated by my silence, and he really loves me. She says she does not want him to feel that way again. It was an eye opening moment for her, and they are so deeply affected by what they do to each other, and it was a test of their connection, and that he didn't give up on her. And Lindsay chimes in and says, yeah, that's how you form intimacy. More with her <laughs> conflict, you know, uh, breeds intimacy nonsense. Right. Thought you were checked on that last week, uh, Lindsay. No, no. Lindsay never understands anything that is said to her. Nothing. She, you can say the sky is blue, but if she believes it's pink. She's it's more like a periwinkle. I wouldn't say it's <laughs> exactly blue. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, she just forms whatever comes out of your mouth and into her ears. There's just like a Lindsay filter as it enters her ears. So nothing is ever as what you think it is. It's like, <laughs> how, can I re- her. how can I rebut this? What this right. person said to me, like, how can yeah. I contribute something that is a counter argument? 
Yes. And we'll, and it, it happened during that yeah. party. <laughs> yeah. We'll get to that a little bit right. later. Uh, so, uh, for their last segment of the episode, uh, we get to, uh, we get to a nice date on the beach. Um, so Steve talks about how, you know, this hour has been three weeks since you've been married. And, you know, apparently Noah thinks that three weeks equals a month. Um, okay. It's a month. Yeah. Like, now we have one no, more week. No, sweetie. No, sweetie. One more week till a month. Okay. Right. I'll get you a calendar for your birthday. Um, <laughs> so we have some uh, premature uh, cork popping. <laughs> uh, they they laugh about it. They almost brain you with the cork. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, they talk about, so uh, what's what? He you, thought that you? was so funny. Yeah, well, they, they laughed to, to pieces about that. I was like, okay. <laughs> yeah. Not that funny, but all right. right. Um, so she asks, so how do you like being married? He's like, yeah, I like being married. Uh, he asks her her favorite memory. She says, um, I really like the honeymoon with the waterfall, like the wedding. And then she talks about how she likes seeing him every day and how, you know, she usually, when she's in a relationship, likes time to herself. But she hasn't felt that way with him. And again, in my notes, I said, really? I spent a whole day away from him the other day. Right. You <laughs> like needed some time. time then. That day. <laughs> yeah. uh, so in confessional, she says uh, she feels Steve does see her on a soul level. That's so you out on a soul level. It feels like she mm-hmm. got that for him too. I really see you on a soul level. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that but sounds he, more like him yeah. than her. <laughs> but but she she says that he still doesn't really understand how she handles some situations, but still sees her even through that and is comfortable to be around and his presence makes her feel at ease. Uh, so she asked him about his favorite memory. He says the wedding dancing and when the fish bit his toe on the honeymoon. Mm-hmm. Um and then you know we get to the music comes in the orchestral music says uh you know tells her he wasn't ready at the first picnic three days in but this picnic at three weeks in he's ready to say he loves her oh she is so excited she tells him she loves him back my after party she did claim well technically steve was the first one to say i love you because really i said i was solely falling in love with him Right. So he was the first one to say, I love you. To say it directly. Exactly. And she does comment, uh, and Rudy asks, like, so what'd y'all do afterwards? Like, oh, yeah, we definitely did celebrate, quote unquote. Right. So I, you know, we, we had our suspicions that, uh, that was happening already. So I think that kind of confirms it a little bit. Right. Um, Cause if we don't see on the next episode them say, like, we consummated our marriage, then yeah. it's already happened. For sure. Cause they would only say if that was like the first time. So they take more fun little pictures with the Polaroid camera and, you know, the sun sets on their episode. Mm. Um, so this is a couple of little notes from the after party. Uh, Rudy asked the ladies, like, so what little things uh, does your male, you does your mate do for you? Apparently she, uh, Steve really surprised her with bubble tea. And uh, she, Rudy also asked what they do uh, with no cameras at the end of the day. So they, they just talk before they go to bed and talk about how the day and how they're feeling. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I think we're back. I think we're kind of back to just old, normal, boring Steve and Noy. Uh, Next time on, we get some nice dancing with Steve and Noy. Mm -hmm. Uh, So this next episode seems to be the sex conversation episode uh, that we seem to have every season, where Doctor Viviana shows up. We talk about intimacy and all that type of stuff. Um, Mm -hmm. So Noy is uh, suggesting to Steve that they have sex in public, and they both giggle a little bit. And but then we get to this like quote from Steve like something has to change because this isn't sustainable Steve <laughs> we just saw you say you love her and then you guys have pretty much no issues like what what's happening 
I it's not sustainable weird. having to make two separate pots of noodles. It's not sustainable. Like you got to get with the gluten. I'm not going <laughs> gluten free. You got to go. You got to come to my side. Uh, so yeah, it's, it, you know, mass editing. Who knows if that's yeah. really you know True. what's happening? But with this season, I just I I can't be surprised by anything anymore. So who knows? Yeah, I I'm not gonna read much, too much into it because yeah, yeah, they love to do that, especially. We, I think, I think we are where we are going to be with Stephen Noy. Mm-hmm. I think that he knows how to handle her maturity or lack thereof a little bit, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and so I think that they will have a good balance as long as they don't get in their own way. So, on a scale of one to five, one being they are going to be divorced. On decision day, five being they are going to stay together. Where would you rate them? So I put them at a four last week because I had to punish them for Noodlegate. Uh, but uh, I'm back to my five. I just, I just don't see anything derailing this. It's uh, If Noodlegate right. didn't derail it, then I don't mm. know what would. Yeah, I'm, uh, I was at a three last week. I'm only going to go up to a four this week. Only because I think, you know, they had a good episode. If they have another good one, then I'll be all in and I'll be back at a five. Yeah. But Noi just, uh, Noi is the one that just has to, uh, she has to get there. <laughs> yeah. All right. So where are we going next, Asia? We are going to none other than Mock the Shock. Mock the Shock. Eating his goldfish. Right. Um, so we know we're on the heels of their big argument last week and we did get some feedback from, uh, let's see, we did get some feedback from Kevin F. Um, he, he said, I agree with Jason that there should be no coming back from Lindsay's outburst in the bathroom, but it doesn't surprise me that they are both smiling in the next episode because they both want slash love the attention, money and fame from the show. <laughs> oh, so, wow. <laughs> I don't think there's much of that for Mav. I, I don't know. I just mm-hmm. in the mass community there is, but I don't mm-hmm. think the mass community is that big that it's worth to stick right. around for this. I yeah. could see it. I could see it definitely on Lindsay's end. Like she wants to kind of milk this for what it's worth, no matter which direction the wedding goes or the mm-hmm. marriage goes, but not so much for Mark. Like I feel like Mark. Can, is just going to slide like the the Homer Simpson meme back into the bushes <laughs> yeah. once the season ends. He wishes you could do that every time he's with Lindsay in public. <laughs> right, literally. Um, but yeah, we're on the heels of that tough episode where she was just saying such hurtful things about him in the bathroom. So now they are kind of at a point where things are just awkward. She's still irritated with him. She wants him to apologize for hurting her feelings. Yeah, I mean, but I think I think the thing about the bathroom so it was like, I know we saw it, but I don't think Mark saw or heard really anything she said in that bathroom. I right. think as as far as Mark is concerned, their argument was about the Katina eye rolling, and he knows she probably had like a episode in the bathroom. He doesn't know exactly what it's about. She said, "Yeah, so, well, the fight is not." On you know to their to to Mark's eyes or probably to Lindsay's eyes, I don't think Lindsay remembers anything she said in that bathroom. I oh, feel like gosh, she was like yeah. pretty like wasted, and I don't know if she remembers anything she said. Oh my gosh, you're right. That could very well be the case. Oh, that's awful. Okay, 
just thinking about it. (laughs) (laughs) So they're having like, they're eating like lunch together. Uh, Mark has cooked it. He's covering his food in salt and pepper. Did you you notice? Mark has cooked it. Um, (laughs) Certain other cast members. Mark Mark cooked his wife lunch. (laughs) Yes. Or dinner or wherever, picked up whatever. I don't know. But he he did not complain that she did not help. He provided food with no complaint. Right. A concept. Concept. Um, So she's like giving him one word answers. He's asking like, how was work? She's like, good. You know, and it's just awkward. You can feel the awkwardness through the TV. And she's just like, yep, what about you? And he's like, good. And she finally starts talking more. um, Or he prompts it and says, do you feel like, you know, you were out of line last night? She's like, no, I feel like you were being a Debbie Downer. Um, because you don't ever give me any affirmation or kindness. And she's just clearly still very upset with him. And he says, like, he's not going to argue with her. And he, uh, she's like, you're not trying to do anything with me. So it's, just, like, it's really just trying to turn this into just another argument. And she's saying he's so negative and she's picking up his negative, what she call it? Sludge? The toxic sludge. Yeah. Your toxic sludge is negative, <laughs> right. so negative. Right. <laughs> And she and he's just like, okay, well, same. And she's like, no, I, what are you talking about? And in her confessional, she's like, I just been putting him first and I've been putting me second. It's time for me to put me first. And she tells him she's just not satisfied. He's like, look, you're just not aware of the things that you say. And she's like, well, I'm unappreciated and I don't feel cared for. And, you know, he's, he's, she asks, like, do you even like anything about me? Like, what do you even like about me? And it doesn't seem like you like anything. He stopped dead in his tracks like, oh, crap. (laughs) What do I like about her? He's like, I like that you have cats. Yeah. uh, (laughs) Deep down, you're nice, I'm sure. Right. Deep down. Yeah. Married. So they rarely do this. So when they finished this piece, they went to commercial and then came back to this conversation because we don't ever see you know, the end of these conversations. So this was like, they were, they were really kind of like going back and forth. Yeah, it was an episode cliffhanger. Yeah, yeah. And so he said he can tell that she has a very incredibly loving side, deep, deep down inside of her. Like, I'm talking like her core type of stuff. You gotta take take a lot to get there. Can't ever be found. Um, And she found that to be very insulting. (laughs) Yeah, you think? (laughs) Um, and he says, look, I just, I think we both like each other. We just don't have a good communication skills. She's like, I, I'm a lot less hopeful today than I've ever been. Like, whereas day one, I was at a hundred percent today. I'm at 1%. And he's like, well, 1% is better than nothing. In, in, so, his, in his best Chris impression. Yeah. Uh, if, if I could get 1%. And I'm, I'm all, all in. in. <laughs> so I kind of like that. I think that what Mark has realized is Lindsay is going to go back and forth with him as long as he will go back and forth with her. And by ending this conversation with just some slight bit of positivity, I think he's realizing, look, this is who, this is who Lindsay is, especially um, as Katina says, she's too old to be acting like this. (laughs) She's too old for this. Too old to be acting a fool. Right. Which she's she's not. She she's in her thirties. That is a fine young age. But <laughs> to be acting like this, yes. 
to just be saying things that are petty for no reason. Yes, we're all too old for that. Um, I think I think Mark yeah. in this episode, I think he is in his brain clicked and said, "Okay, I need to survive this next five weeks." <laughs> Yes. Without her literally murdering me. Mm-hmm. How do I do that? Like you said, he ends the conversation by saying, like, you're not going to go back and forth. I'm just going to, you know, say we need to communicate better. And that's the end of that. Mm-hmm. And then by the end of this episode, he's apologizing for his, you know, the quote unquote neglecting her. Yes. Um. So I think Mark has realized, like, all right, Mark, Mark, mm-hmm. <laughs> get through this five weeks and you're home free, my guy. You're good. Just, yeah. just get there without any major incidents. Keep yourself looking good on TV. Get out of this on as unscathed as you can. This is not going to work. <laughs> right. like, I'm I am worried about Mark. Like I hope he's on like some like blood pressure medication because like he is he poured salt all over whatever he was eating. He did. It was just it, never ending. It was not indiscriminate. He just like he opened it up and just poured it all over whatever he was eating. And then and the I was pepper. like the amount of pepper. I was like get yeah. get some like some chili powder or something if you're looking for a kick. Yeah. Uh, Mark eats like a little child, so this is not this is not really a surprise. Yeah. Um. So then we get another segment from them where he cooked her breakfast. He cooked breakfast sandwiches. He made her sausage. Uh, well done. But she really appreciates it. That was a burger. Food. Was it a burger? No, I think it was like he he kept dipping his in like egg. Hmm. I thought it was Twitter a bagel top. Listeners, settle this debate. <laughs> was it a breakfast sandwich or a burger um so uh mark said that they had they had a breakthrough moment where he communicated like that he understands her and so now they're in a better place than where they left off the last conversation and then they have this love activity where you know have you ever been in love whatever um she's been in love before he's been in love but he explains how his love has worked in the past where Someone he's in love with, he'll be reminded of it after like they're done. He'll be reminded of that person when he gets with another person or is interested in another person who's not as great as the last person. And it reminds him of those feelings he had for the last persons. And so he'll want that back. This was so weird. Yeah. (laughs) I'm I'm, I'm with Lindsay on this one. Yeah. I don't agree with Lindsay often, but I feel like that's weird, bro. Yeah, it was like she and so she yeah, she she was rightfully concerned because she's like, okay, now I feel like it's concerning because he he never moves forward. She's like, when I break up with someone, I'm done. I'm never going back. I've ended it for a reason. And so why would I try it again? Um, I just thought this was a very interesting way for Mark to explain it. But maybe that is how he functions. I feel like they're on two different ends of the extremes. Like Mark's like, I will never give up on love. If, if I feel like there's a, something I can go back to that I'm comfortable with, I'll do that. Mm-hmm. And Lindsay's like, no, never. I will never ever go back to this <laughs> this ex ever again. We are never, never ever ever never speak together. Yes, thank you, Taylor. Uh, <laughs> I will never talk to this person. I'll never get back. Then what's done is done. Well, I'm sure there's a lot of successful relationships out there that you know they've been together before. They broke up for whatever reason. They matured a little. Both of them did. And they came back to each other. But Lindsay is not having any of that. Lindsay's mm-hmm. like, when it's done, it's done and dusted. I'm out. Yeah, exactly. 
Um, so I mean, and to, to be fair, some, I'm, I'm usually like that. I feel like there's been very, very rare occasion that I'll, I'll revisit some, somebody from the past. And it, it depends on how it ended, mm, but it, it looks like Lindsay is, doesn't matter. Could have yeah. been amicable. We're done. Um, so they continue having this conversation and they talk about like, what does it take for each of them to fall in love? And he says time and patience. And she says like, I need somebody who's present and consistent, doesn't run away when things get hard. Basically trying to say everything opposite of Mark. It felt like they were just talking to each other. Like Mm -hmm. this is what you don't do. This is what I need. Like I need time. I need you not to be like telling me that I, you know, you were 99, you were a hundred percent in three days in. And now you're not like I need time because like I didn't automatically just fall 100 percent in love with you from the moment I saw you. I need time. Unlike you, who after three days, she was like, I was in. If you would ask it, he asked her, like, do you feel like you're falling in love? And she was like, if you'd asked me a week or two ago, I would have said, yeah. But, (laughs) uh, you know, for the last 11 days. So, I mean, you mean like the 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 vast majority of the time (laughs) that you guys have spent together, like. It's basically like since they landed in Puerto Rico. Yeah. From that point on. Yeah. It's been rough. I, okay, Lindsay. Lindsay's right. She's either all in or she is all out. Like, <laughs> right. There's no in between with this woman. Right. Um, so he plans a nice date for her. He took her out to sushi, which is kind of big for him because he doesn't like the texture of sushi. So this date is purely for her because he knows she enjoys sushi and they have a good time of him trying different things. On After Party, we saw that he also tried sake for the first time. Um, and he was just, he, he wasn't, I mean, it's an, it's an interesting cuisine for someone who's a picky eater like him. I mean, the man just had a taco for the first time. So <laughs> you can't expect too much for him. Um, but he does apologize for all the time that he's hurt her. He said he's not he's not going to cause her pain again and he wants her to know that she's appreciated and she's cared for. And even that made her tear up on the on the after party, after party yeah. seeing that again. Yeah, he's uh he said all the right things here. I wish he hadn't promised her that he wouldn't hurt her again because Me you too. know that's gonna want. come back around and bite him <laughs> yes. in the butt when something happens. He probably that he probably isn't even going to do anything. She's probably mm-hmm. going to take something the wrong way. Yeah, he's going to talk to her, like say something to her, and she's going to take the wrong. You promised me you are <laughs> never going to hurt me again. You said you promised. Uh, yes, yeah, she absolutely is going to throw that in his face if anything happens that causes her pain, whether he has something to do with it or not. Um. So that was a sweet date that he planned. And then she planned another date for them and they were driving there. She's like, all right, so guess what we're going to do? We're going to go bungee jumping. He's like, oh my gosh, I would rather jump out of a plane than bungee jump. Wait, what? You 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 would? <laughs> <laughs> How is bungee jumping worse than skydiving? I feel like they're comparable to me. Uh-huh. Like, I don't know. Uh, I'm trying to think. Like, I, yeah, I feel like they're along the same lines. I don't I, if anything, you would feel more secure bungee jumping because at least you're connected to something. Yeah, you have so many like fail safes in that. Yeah, in that bungee jumping, but anything that happen this parachute thing, a wind can take me and I can be <laughs> gone. <laughs> right. But I, yeah. I would like to do either one though, so I can't really say like 
one. Oh my God, I would never do. Like, I definitely want to do them both at some point in my life. I feel like I would, I don't think I would be totally against either one. I'm not looking to go out and do it tomorrow. <laughs> I think I'd probably rather do, bun- I feel like bungee jumping is safer to me. Mm-hmm. Like, like I said. Like, yeah. Because yeah. I was like, what is, what is this Mark logic? <laughs> it's Mark um, logic. Mark the shag logic. <laughs> But of course, she's joking. They're not. They're going to batting cages and doing go-karts. And she thought of this idea because of when she came over to his apartment in the hazmat suit. She saw that or he told her that he had that bag full of like his old baseballs or was it baseball bats or baseballs? It was baseballs. Baseballs from when he was, would play baseball growing up. And so she was like, OK, let's do something he really loves. Um, and so they have a good time. And you know, he they they both realize because they both say this separately in their own confessionals that they're just taking it one day at a time. Like they're good when they take it one day at a time. So we'll see because yeah. we see. I mean, next episode they're doing they're they're trying to grow in their intimacy. He had a, a ball in his mouth. And oh, my gosh. Like, come on. <laughs> I don't know what was going on. You know, like look like edible, like underwear mm-hmm. or something. Ugh. Yeah, so okay. they're trying, I guess. I'm sure Lindsay's in heaven. <laughs> right. I could very well see this. Like, it looks like it's on the upper tra- trajectory because Mark is like looking like he's all in. And I think mm. he's doing that for his own sanity. And then decision day is like, no. <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> why would I ever say yes? I think he's just, he's not buying time, but making the rest of it, like you said a second ago, making the rest of his time enjoyable for him yep. at least. So just try and get in, just try and get through without being murdered. Right. <laughs> Simple as that. Um, so last week I was at a, uh, I was at a one for them. Mm-hmm. And so, because I think that there is no way on earth, Mark is saying yes on decision day. <laughs> I think there's very real possibility that Lindsay will say yes. And, uh, but the, she's been on after parties so many times. Like, I'm like, yeah. how, how can you, Fake the funk unless maybe she's just over it at this point if they're not together. Um, but I'm going to maintain my one. Yeah, I mean, I've been on one street for a long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, this isn't going to this 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 quote is this pretty positive episode is, is not going to fool me. It's <laughs> not going to get me. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say it my one. OK, perfect. We are both at our one. <laughs> We'll see if I'll get you one episode. One episode. I don't, I don't think I don't think there's anything that can happen that's gonna get me away <laughs> from this one. We, Nine never straight know. ones. That's, you never know. That's wild. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to sixty percent on hotels. So whether it's cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin, or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Step into the world of power, loyalty 
and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. So we have two couples left. Yeah. Where do you want to uh, hit next? I mean, we're we're gonna go from regular Esmina, folks. I, I I told you we're not we're not gonna give you the treat until the very last. Okay. <laughs> so we're gonna go Mike and Jasmine. Uh, so you get to the little montages in the beginning, and you know I got a shout out to Mike for <laughs> making Mr. Feeney a dog yes. meets world. Uh, logo for a bandana. We so are, cute. H and I are both suckers for Women's World, so <laughs> that's you know that's right in our wheelhouse. Good job, Mike. You got points for that one. Yes, for sure. An applause. Yeah, and so for their first major segment, um, Mike has set up a, a picnic for uh, Jasmina and Feeny, and he he tells us and tells Jasmina that you know he knows that Feeny's important to her, so he wants to make sure that he's bonding with Feeny and that you know he gets along with Feeny. He tries to. Do a little training bonding with Feeney, trying to get trying to get Feeney <laughs> to give to give him his paw, uh, and it, it works. So they're all happy, and then we get to the uh, you know the, the meat of this picnic. Yeah, where, another another point of that though. He also like gives presents Jasmina a gift, and she's like, "Oh, okay, what is mm. this?" And she opens it, and it's all gifts for Mister Feeney. And let me tell you that she is right. If that were, if it were me and someone got me gifts for Pepper, I would probably be happier than if it was for something for me because the level of thought is just like on another level. And it's put just on, like, put on the list, so folks. Sweet. Put on the list. Uh, treat, uh, gifts for the dog. That's how you, that's how you get Asia. Right. It's so sweet. Like literally, that's what my Christmases look like now, like from my mom and my brothers. Like, <laughs> gifts for Pepper and for me, and I'm just happy for both of them. <laughs> oh my gosh! Uh, yeah, so they <laughs> we we get we get to the meat of the of the picnic. We talk about it. We talk again about how we can better communicate when we're trying to address issues. So, you know, I'm very conflicted. For someone that talks so much about tone, a lot of Jasmina's tone in this conversation was not great. Oh, yeah. I I wholeheartedly agree. And I want everyone to hear that because I've gotten more than one, more than two, more than three DMs about my thoughts oh. about Jasmina. <laughs> <laughs> um, guys, I it's not that I don't think that Jasmina can do no wrong. I totally understand that there are two people in this relationship. Jasmina is not perfect. I just like her as a person. I totally can see her wrongs, especially in this picnic exchange, Mm -hmm. because she was purely, no, Michael was purely trying to get a better understanding. And she already had the defense up, like assuming he understands what, as a Lajuan, the base level (laughs) of communication is. And so it was just like, you, she was she totally missed his intent and was thinking, how do you not know this? Rather than, OK, you are asking me this for a reason. 
it's it, it, she didn't acknowledge that oh like it wasn't like he was asking this to be petty he wasn't asking this just to make conversation he's genuinely trying to get an answer and so she i think you know the appropriate response would have been to answer him correctly rather than assuming like why don't you already know this because that just turned the whole conversation negative. And it was so condescending. Like, yes. like, how do you not know how to talk to someone? Like, you don't know the basis <laughs> of conversation. Like, oh, oh, Jasmina, you're talking about tone. And then when he's like, he's trying to like genuinely ask her. And then she gives like a smart answer. He's like, well, that's not really helping anything. Yes. Like, you need to like help me. And she's like, oh, calm down. You're, you're, <laughs> getting, you're getting crazy. Calm down. <laughs> like, okay. I feel and like. Then- <laughs> That like totally, we're seeing things in a different light now. Like now, see, and this is not me coming to Jasmina's defense, but her doing this does not help her case before. Because if she's going to reflect on this, I don't think she's going to say, "Oh, he started yelling. He was really loud." Yeah, I don't. I don't think that she. I think yes, the mic was probably Brace's voice. I I wholeheartedly believe that. Mm-hmm. But I think there were things done with each other to raise each other's voices. Yeah. And as she says to him, like, well, I wouldn't have gotten to that tone if you had respected what I was asking you to not, you know, raise your voice and speak to me respectfully. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I mean, when you, and when you get into it with someone at that level, yeah. voices can get raised. She, and she was complaining that, like, he was talking to her. No, he was talking at her, not with, he was talking it? at her not to not to her. Yes, With he was, her, he was yeah. talking at her not to her, telling her what to do, basically. Yeah, and not 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 talking to or with her, whatever you want to call it. That Pastor Cal lesson is really accepted yeah. like, uh, a couple of a couple's <laughs> brains. Uh, right. So yeah, because we've gotten that we we had that a couple <laughs> times this episode. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it was a very interesting conversation. Um, and on after party, like I, I liked how Rudy kind of held Jasmine yeah. to the fire. Was like. So, you know, you can say a lot without yelling your voice, without yelling, and you were, you know, doing some things. Yeah. And, you she's know, like, she's, I called out Michael when he was here. So right. I'm going to do the same with you. Yep. And so, like, Rudy tells me, like, you both want to get somewhere, but neither one of y'all have directions. Like, right. Very good. Very good. Um, and they, you know, she, Rudy also talks to her about, you know, they're, they're trying to find their communication style. And so I think, you know, that's, that's definitely an apt observation about these two. Yeah, we did get some feedback from T. Kins um, when we, we've heard from her before. Uh, she said, will Jasmina and Michael ever communicate effectively? I think they both have short fuses and are stubborn. How do you see them building trust going forward? It's hard. Uh, you know, so what they did this episode, I think, is definitely going to help by mm-hmm. being open and using the, the big V word, vulnerable. Yes. Um, you know, later in the episode when Mike is vulnerable, you know, Desmia talks about how it's, you know, it's easier for her to open up if he's more vulnerable, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. So I think that's a way to build trust, especially knowing how how on guard Mike is all the time. I think if she can see that she can like crack that shell, yeah. I think that's what can bring trust for both of them. Yeah, and I think they both need to stop. And, and I know this is like a textbook. This is basic level conversation. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> but they both need to stop listening to respond, but truly listen to the other person. Yeah. Because 
I think a lot of their nonsense arguments could have been avoided if the other person just listened and digest and heard what the person was saying and and got and came to a better level of understanding. Not just let them say something. You assume what you want. You respond because you're mad. But actually hearing what that person is saying, like if Jasmine had, t- had paused at this picnic and heard him say, what can I do to better communicate with you in situations like that? She would have understood. He just needs, he doesn't need you to hold his hand through how to talk to a person or how to have a conversation. He just needs to know how it works with you. What's your best approach? How do you like to um, handle these types of conversations? Because if he asked this question to Lindsay, it'd be a different situation. Like Lindsay would want the conversation to be different than Jasmina would because they're two different people. Yeah, Lindsay wants you to be upfront. Lindsay wants you to tell tell her how you're feeling, no matter how you tell it to her. Mm-hmm. Um, and like Mike says in the conversation, he says, you know, basic, quote unquote, how you talk to someone in basic conversation is different for everyone. Like it's how yeah. you're brought up. It's what you have been around. It's how you're raised. Right. So, yeah, that's that's definitely, I think, a lesson that Jasmine needs to learn and a need to calibrate to each other's communication styles. I think that's 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 a for sure thing. But I think that is easier said than done mm-hmm. and as yeah. as the wise mage once said uh in order to communicate you have to communicate communicate yes <laughs> that's it <laughs> so we end, we pretty much end this segment with mike just in a confessional like so frustrated like head in his hands he's like you know i i did not expect for this <laughs> nice picnic that i arranged to just go like so left yeah but, uh, he, he also hopes that this is a conversation that hopefully can go in the right direction eventually. Um, yes, like we've been saying, like just need the communication needs to get better. They need mm-hmm. to look, to learn each other, and that's what they need. That's it. Um, so next segment for them is love questions. Um, so we get to we get to this segment, and it starts out with with uh, him telling her about the uh, about how it's the anniversary of his brother's death. And he went to the ceremony, and we get a little backstory. We basically get the whole story about how his brother um, oh, the cemetery. I was yeah. like ceremony. Yeah, did I say yeah. ceremony? Yeah, the cemetery. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And we get the backstory of of how uh, Michael's brother was murdered. Um, you know, she also says that she she wishes he would have told her, but appreciates that that he is now. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I do want to say the story is later. The story is at the the gym part of this. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I was about to say. I was about to explain the story because I thought that was it explains a lot. But yeah, we'll we'll get to that. Yeah, yeah. So we we talk about the love, and uh, she says, "So, have you been in love?" She says, uh, "Yeah, about three and a possible." <laughs> as, <laughs> yeah. they were, as they were playing spades, like how many books <laughs> right. <do> you had? <laughs> so, um, you know, she says that, and he asks, like, "So, how do you like? How do you feel when you're in love? How do you know when you're in love?" And again, it seems like we're talking to each other. And we're saying that these are things you're not providing me. <laughs> these are mm-hmm. the things that I need. She says that, you know, she, the person made her feel good about herself and that they respected her and they had a friendship first and that she would feel giddy when she was around them. Uh, she, he responds uh, to the question, have you been in love? He says, one in a possible. He says the possible was a high school relationship, but he's not really sure about that one since he didn't really know what love was back then. It was a very, um, very interesting thing to say. I think I agree with that a lot. Yeah. Um, you know, he talks about the, the 
real love was his last relationship and he knew that they were in love because they were friends they knew each other's triggers and they knew their their uh, their pasts and that yeah. helped him be uh you know the big v folks we're gonna have it a lot in this episode with, with mm. mike again uh it's his word vulnerable I literally, when he said, when he said that, like about the, his last relationship, I literally said out loud, okay, th- why did it, why did that relationship end? And I was like, oh, I guess I'm not in their conversation. <laughs> <laughs> we became roommates after that. Right. <laughs> um, yeah. He says it so much in my notes. I just, instead of typing vulnerable every time, I just typed V. Yeah. <laughs> I know what, I know what it means. Um, uh, so then she asks him what it takes for him to fall in love. He says he has he needs the ability to be vulnerable, and it's not easier for him to be vulnerable because <laughs> and I put this in quotes as a man, being vulnerable <laughs> can make you feel weak. So to have that with someone is what propels him to to love someone because he feels like he can be weak around them. I said, "Come on, Mike." Right. I said, oh, "Did we go to the school of Elijah for this take?" Right. Like, come on. If anything, to be vulnerable is a sign of strength. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, I am. I am one of the most vulnerable people you'll ever meet. Just to let y'all know. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> she she asks uh, if he thinks he's vulnerable now. He says that they have not had those conversations yet to allow him to be. She asks, "Well, what's stopping that from happening?" Right. Uh, maybe the fact that we fight every day. <laughs> <laughs> he says he went into this saying he would be vulnerable day one. It's new territory for him. He just has to make the decision to be. Um, and then in the confessional, uh, the ending confessional, Jasmina says, well, it's hard for her to believe anything he's saying because if that's, if he said he's going to be vulnerable from day one, why hasn't he done that yet? Yeah. And again, I say, because y'all won't stop arguing. <laughs> right. And I got her point in the earlier part of this conversation where he said he went and he went while she was at work and yeah. she wishes she would have gone with him. That was so interesting to me. Yeah, um, because it's like, you know, that seems like a big part of your life. It seems like something that you would want to share with your significant other, mm-hmm. but maybe. But that just tells you a lot about their relationship. But he feels like he's not there with her yet. Yeah, he feels like he can't let her into that part of his life right now. Right. So he, he, you can go to the cemetery, you know, after work, like. Yeah. Anytime. So, so I found that to be really interesting um, that he chose to go without her. Yeah, because I mean, she said they hadn't been talking much since mm-hmm. the picnic, and yeah. so it's just like, mm. but I, and then I could see in her head she's probably thinking, well, that would have been a good opportunity for yeah, him, for, sure. for me to learn more about him, which is why I'm so glad that she planned the date that she did because that's mm-hmm. showing just like Noi showing effort, yep. and uh, you know, you know, we're getting effort from some wives, but some wives aren't giving effort, according to Elajuan. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I will say, I give her props for this date that we're about to talk about. Yeah, because like we, they talked about, well, why haven't you had those conversations? And sometimes you just need to, to, to take charge and like have. Make, I don't want to say make them have the conversation, but open the door. For the conversation which is what this was so for mm-hmm. her date for him uh she set up like a little mini gym in their apartment they had she had three stations based on their uh their issues uh one was communication one was interruptions and the other was vulnerability um he really likes a gesture and they have like mm-hmm. they have a lot of fun yeah um with this with this like kind of fake workout. gym with yeah a jasmine's gym with a j gotta trademark that mm-hmm. um but yeah so she 
she doesn't know how to do any of the workouts and that really like that tickles him and that makes him laugh. Uh, she's pretty much dancing through all the, through all the workouts. Uh, still having a lot of fun. Uh, she imitates me as a client. Um, and I'm sure Asia was very jealous. You know, she touched his, his bicep. I was like, Oh, this, uh, you know, it seems you work out. Um, there are so, other biceps out there. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> all right. Uh, so they, they, the last exercise they do is, uh, one where they, they kind of sit on the floor and they hold hands. And so she asks him, she says, so, you know, we, we want to talk about our past here. What are some of your, your things about growing up? What were some of your losses like? So he really opens up to her about the story about how his brother was murdered. Um, so, you know, his brother, you know, worked uh, late night at fast food and then he'd come home at 3 a.m. with, with food. Uh, that got me like I know that I know I'm supposed to be focusing on the story, right? I'm supposed to be right. focusing on the grief, but I'm like, what? So like you were like six years old mm-hmm. <laughs> and you stayed up till 3 a.m. waiting on your brother to bring you fast food. It ha- it can happen if okay, hear hear me out. Uh oh. Michael goes to sleep, but he knows his brother's coming back at three, right? He knows at three he's coming in with the large fries. You can't I'm waking up for the large fries. But you're six. <laughs> like, he could I can see if you were like, you know, 17, 18, like, yeah, I'm going to get those fries at three o'clock. You're six. Your mother <laughs> shouldn't be allowing you to get me have large fries at three up in the morning. That was his little uh, sneaky six year old ways. Sneaky. Uh, <laughs> I I don't know. It just felt like really weird. Like, he's like, yeah, we'd wait for him to come home so we can have some fast food. Like, what? Mm-hmm. I know it's supposed to be focused on the heartbreak and the grief. But uh, I just uh, that per- I perked my ears up for a minute. Um, so you know, he talks about how he, they usually wait for three o'clock when he comes home, and at this night there was a knock on the door at three a.m. and they thought it was going to be his brother with food, but it was his brother's friend telling him he was shot. And he talks about how he saw his brother shot on the pavement, and this is where he's getting emotional, and this mm-hmm. is you know where Jasmina comes and starts to comfort him, which is great. Talks about how the aunt tried to get him. You know, to leave the you know to leave the area because that should be something the kid is seeing, and that was his first example of grief. It changed him at that young age, which you know, as six, five or six mm-hmm. years old, that's something that like really imprints on you. Yes, like I would think as a child, and that to think like, so like to be somewhere and like have something normal happen, like your significant other comes home mm-hmm. or your someone calls you on the phone. That I would think makes you think like, what if this person's calling me on the phone and tell me that this person's dead? Like, yeah. I thought my brother's gonna come home, but it was actually someone telling me that my brother was dead. Mm-hmm. So I just got to think that really imprints on you as a young kid, and, and you know, as Jasmina says, like she, it really gives her insight, yeah, into you know, into who he is and why he thinks the way that that he thinks. And she tells us in confessional, she's happy that he's opening up more, helping her understand him, and you know. And she's happy that he opened up, but she's sad that he had to go through that. Uh, you know, and after party, she talks about how, you know, in that moment, she tried not to cry. And, you know, everyone on the panel, you know, Rudy, Noy, Lindsay, uh, Jasmina, they're all you know, crying at this, this scene that they replayed for them. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she talks about how she wanted to protect his heart. And, you know, he's so closed off and you now she can see why he's like that. Um, yeah. Back in the show, she thanks him for opening up and he says, you know, the cry felt really good. Yeah. And then he also adds that, like, you know, with the other people in his family who passed away um, that he experienced every few years after that, 
So yeah, like, it like wasn't even just, years. yeah, every three to four years he's dealing with tragedy and it, he became so numb to it. And just like, he just closed himself off. He knows how to put his feelings in a box and put it yeah. away. So and sad. so, yeah, exactly. And it, it really, I mean, not only does it help Jasmina see, you know, why he has the temperament he does today. It helps us as an audience see that as well, because, you know, we're like, okay, what, he, he does seem serious a lot of the time. We're like, okay, when is he going to open up a little bit or just have some fun? And it's just like when you have that much tragedy in your life that has shaped who you are today, it's like mm-hmm. it's going to be difficult to open up and to trust someone. And like for him to just open up and be vulnerable, like that is him making Jasmina someone very important in his life, which is just another loved one that he's going to be concerned about yep. potentially losing. Mm-hmm. Because that's what he's known. And so I thought I thought it was so great that he shared this with her because I think this will be really good for them because now she's not going to have this immediate just jump to a negative conclusion about something he says or something he does because maybe he hasn't, you know, maybe he just genuinely needs to know this or, you know, I think she just finally needs to understand that she can't just assume things because right. everybody's different. Everybody is brought up differently. Everyone has different experiences in their past who has shaped them who they are today. And me, meaning he's not going to be exactly how she is. So yeah. hopefully Let's this see. helps. And we have some some fun uh, after party moments uh, mm-hmm. when they do the whole cheersing for their you know weekly drink. Uh, Jasmine did not cheers with anyone else. She drank first, yeah. And that was a nice little callback to uh to to when Michael drank before her. Mm-hmm. She's like, oh, sorry, I, y'all y'all deserve better than that. Uh, <laughs> she also commented that you know now Mike wa- likes watching TV with her. Now he he makes her wait to watch TV shows so he can watch them with her. So I think yeah. a lot of us in, in relationships can uh you know relate to that. Uh, <laughs> uh, so yeah and. We talk about like surprise her of flowers, not Cheetos. Um, yeah, and then Rudy asks like everyone what keeps them in their marriage, and Jasmina is like really like beaming about Mike. She says Mike is a great man. You know, we are good. We are good. They laugh nonstop. They have so much in common, and they can see why they are matched. She does not want to give up on it. So really good after party yeah. for Jasmina. Most mostly we we'll get to that. Um, <laughs> Uh, so and remember, the- after party is supposed to be like at that point in time. So at three yeah, weeks, exactly. he is at the TV point. Because at first, I was thinking, wait, are he he's waiting for her to watch TV now. But okay. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so the next time on, we get some Jasmina spraying whipped cream in Mike's mouth. I'm sure that has something with the intimacy yeah. exercise. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so we get the meeting with Viviana and. We get to we get two very weirdly cut <laughs> statements. I don't know goes, if they're weirdly cut or if that's exactly what was said. Yeah, I'm sure it's exactly what was said. <laughs> so Jasmine says, "If I'm being honest, cut to Viviana, cut back to Jasmine. Um, my vagina not getting wet for you. I <laughs> I just said that on a podcast. You did. I, I, I Lock it in. Yeah." <laughs> Because I, I wasn't saying it. Yeah, I, 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 I should have just said the other V. Not getting vulnerable. Not the vulnerable. <laughs> yeah, okay. she said that. She did say that. Yeah, I just it, you know it can't be what they are painting it to be on this preview. I feel like she's talking to Viviana about like how certain things make her feel. 
Yeah, maybe she's thinking like, okay, right after the honeymoon, this is how I was feeling. Can't be at this point in time. Right. Or like certain, certain characteristics do not get me to that level. <laughs> if you are this or if you are disrespectful, this is not happening. Yeah. Because I, like I don't know. I just didn't. I just did. I wasn't prepared. I, I was not prepared being, for her to say that. I just don't see her being like as rude as that. Like, right. that, like I don't know. That's it, and like that's when everyone on Twitter is like, "I told y'all, Jasmina is mean." <laughs> I told y'all she's not attracted to him. <laughs> right. Anyway, oh. to the ratings. How are you feeling, Agent? Uh, so last week I was at a, I was at a two, and I think. They, I think there was progress enough this episode for me to go up to a three. Um, so I'm gonna say a three because I think that they are stepping in the right direction. It's not they're not running. They may just be, you know, they're just sliding forward a little bit. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think that there's potential, but not all the way to just go and say five. Yeah, I am. I am still very worried. But I do feel like we made a good deal of progress. I have to reward them, give them a gold star, and upgrade them to a three. I was a two last week. I am now a three. I am cautiously optimistic, but I still feel like some things that are tipping me off to a bad outcome, but I'm going to give them a three. All right. There we go. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you Lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right, folks. Time for the main event. <laughs> right. Asia, you're going to take us through this uh, hot garbage fire that was Elijah Wanagatina this week. Uh, do we have to? <laughs> Uh, yeah. It's just like, uh, why don't we just say Katina's an amazing woman and uh, that's it, folks. Right. <laughs> Have a good week, everybody. All right. See you next week. Um, okay. So we see that, you know, they start out with a segment that she's at the, the supermarket and she's kind of talking about how she's not used to shopping for two people, which is this really such a point of concern. I'm like, even thinking about last week, I'm like, even even with a roommate, right, I will go, I'll say, hey, I'm going to H-E-B, you want anything? She gives me a list, I get what I want, we get, and we we do eat together 
like most most times during like like for dinner. And it's not this whole oh I don't know how to shop for more than just I, me. I'm, I'm so confused. I, I don't get this. <laughs> like I feel like this should be a common sense type of thing. Like what do humans eat? Yeah, what are you eating? Buy what you're gonna, <laughs> what you need to eat those things. No, I understand that she wants, he wants her to get stuff like from scratch. So maybe that's what she's having trouble with. Like, what ingredients do I need to buy to make him something like spectacular? If she's not going to the grocery store with an idea in mind, she is set up for failure. You go there with the, you go, you know what you're going to make. You go get the things for what you want Listen, to make. Whatever you want, whatever, you, whatever idea you have, what you want to make. Well, there's this thing called a phone, right? Yes. Most of our phones connect to the internet, mostly <laughs> no matter where you are. Okay. Yes. Now, mostly. Okay. I don't want to mostly. hate on people that Coverage have isn't phones everywhere. Yeah. Or whatever. But most, I'm sure Katina has a like a relatively modern phone that can look up things on the internet. Yeah, she has you know to. You know what you want to make. Look it up online. They'll give you the ingredients. I don't understand this. Simple as that. I don't, I don't, okay, I don't get the confusion, but it, it probably her being hyped up on the expectations he has for her. He mm-hmm. wants her probably to get all these fresh vegetables to just be able to say on a random Wednesday, mm, I'm thinking about making gumbo and already have all the ingredients. Yeah, I just, I, I just, I turned my head to the side. I was like, what? I just, <laughs> yeah. You don't know yeah. what to buy? That blew I, my mind. Yeah, that was interesting. So, well, yeah. Okay. Keep, right. Keep going, keep going. So now they're, so they're in the kitchen. We get the segment. They're in the kitchen. He's in his usual spot where he's facing the kitchen. He, um, so she's, she's thankful that he helped her cut the, cut the plantains earlier. But then we get a flashback to last night. Cause they're like, oh, you know, after last night, Something happened last night. So we get the, the like the little Nest camera uh, mm-hmm. overview in the uh, the apartment. And he's saying like, you worry about all the things don't have that don't have blank to do with me. And it was just like, wait, what was what happened? What what even is this? Like, what is, <laughs> what is going on? Like, what were y'all fighting about? What? Like, and go to to reference Elijah on in this conversation they have in this segment I don't know what's going on with him in in that moment I don't know if he just woke up I think we're thinking the same thing I don't know if he's ingesting something taking something yeah (laughs) eyes were really red Um, I don't know (laughs) for all you uh, tiktokers out there it's giving hay fever is what I was seeing (laughs) yes that was interesting so this whole like uh, thing and in the previously on they meant they they referenced the house housewarming where he talks about how his temper tantrums how she has patients as temper tantrums and so I'm thinking ahead like you talking about this woman's value and can this woman be like the woman that you need are you the man that she needs no like is absolutely. this like is this behavior of a grown man having temper tantrums having like screaming at at this woman, like, is this the man that you are? Like, mm, it, it, the math ain't mathing. Like, it's, right. So check yourself before, please. You, you're checking other people. Like, we'll, we'll get more into that. But like, this, yes, this whole like f- this whole flashback to this fight we know nothing about. We still know nothing about. Right. 
I'm mad at after party this week and last week. Last week, Noodlegate. Wrong people. No, Roy, no Steve. This week, this nonsense with Katina and Elijah Wan. No Katina, no Elijah Wan. You have had Katina on pretty much every week yep. <laughs> until now. Now's the time you decide not to put Katina so on the like, after party. I feel like in moments like this, they're saving this for the reunion. Mm-hmm. Um, to get those it, real thoughts. Yeah. And they also didn't confront Lindsay on after party about the bathroom shenanigans. Mm-mm. But I feel like, again, they want to wait for the union to, yeah. to, to, to go into all that. Fine. Right. Whatever. Well, for, yeah. to have neither of them on on the after party is baffling to me. Um, I want to know what this fight was about because they didn't. They gave no context to this fight. None. Yeah, it was really odd the way that it was cut. It was it was very confusing, especially taking notes while it was happening because I was like, mm-hmm. even just watching it was kind of hard to digest. Yeah. Um, so we we know okay, we know that at this point they had a fight bef- the night before. Now present day, he's saying, look. He asked her, he's like, what's your definition of a wife? Because I think we have different definitions. <laughs> and she's like, well, I know previously like you said you wanted me to cook more and, you know, so like I'm working on that. He's like, it's more than that. Because like at the housewarming when everybody was leaving, I said we wanted to clean and you said you only only wanted to clean half the floor. Let's <laughs> like, be real. That's a little childish. Okay. I, <laughs> right? I, I give that. I, I, I see that. I do right. see that. <laughs> But, right, but okay. Who are you? Are you my like preschool teacher? Like, okay, everyone, time to clean up. No, I had a long ass day. We just had this like <laughs> filming of this stupid party. I'm tired. I want to go to bed. I don't want to clean the floor right now. F you. Who are you? He said. He's and then he goes. Who cleaned the floor for you? Mm-hmm. For you? For me? For me? <laughs> you did that for yourself. You did that for me. Oh. Uh, exactly so because we find out my, the reason that all of this is happening right now we find out later when Olajuwon is with the guys that he's the type of person that does not go to sleep with a dirty house fine like he's like, be I you can't. Yeah. that's you <laughs> not, I, I can tell you I'm not like that at all <laughs> me neither like, I, I'm lucky if I clean on the weekends okay <laughs> that's, that's where my cleaning comes in I'm not, like that's good for you. Good for you. The you clean. You had a house for you. So proudly bought your house, mm-hmm. which I, hey, I have too. Great. So is Asia. Great. Yes. Um, good for you. But that's you, my guy. You want to <laughs> clean every day. You clean every day. We are all different. All yes. It's like he's coming in with these. Like this is the way I live my life. Why is she not living her life that way? Yeah. She needs to get on my level because he mm-hmm. thinks his level is the standard. That's that, the that whole is where you problem. Need to be <laughs> right. And so you know he's he okay. So he ended up sweeping after the party. She went to bed, and he's like, I'm just after thinking. He told- to bed by the way yeah she was yeah he was like okay that's a trap don't fall for that trap yeah that's 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 a spouse trap don't fall for that spouse trap when they tell you go to bed instead of clean don't do that that's a trap and he's like i was thinking where's my other half like i i came into this marriage for a wife not trying to help somebody grow and he tells her i'm not your boyfriend or your friend i'm your husband and he says like when she doesn't put in that much effort it bothers him which it's like, he's like, I, w- I would have never gone to bed and you were like still cleaning. 
You're doing that because you want to <laughs> be bothered. We don't care. <laughs> like, yo, I'm gonna let my I'm gonna let him fall and go. You let you fall. Like, what are you, what are you doing? And this apartment is like a miniature apartment. Yes. Like they, they had a little sad um, flashback of him like sweeping the floor. Yes, which is very interesting, by the way. It looked like they were like. They had set up to to tape their like confessionals and they left everything there. Did you peek yeah. that? Yeah. It's like a, a trash, like a hefty bag looking thing on the window. So I guess mm-hmm. you don't get the light. They got the chair set up, the tripod. <laughs> and he just sweep like, it was so interesting to me. Uh I was like, like, so the camera crew just left all that stuff there. Right. They're like, tomorrow we'll be back. Yeah, he'll be back right early tomorrow to get y'all some more. He's not here. yelling at them. He's yeah. not saying, look, y'all mess up my house. We're putting all this stuff on the window. Get this stuff out of here. Because it's like, if I, okay, even with just the cleaning, okay, if I have dishes, the bet, if, I, if I'm going to bed late, like, okay, let's say it's Wednesday night. I had those three shows back to back. Two of those are two hour shows. If I have dishes in the sink, the best I'm going to do that night is see what can soak <laughs> overnight. So tomorrow is easy to clean. Not acceptable. You, not acceptable to right, Elijah Wan standards. Not at all. You will I don't not know. be with Elijah Wan. Sorry to tell you. According to him, I don't know how to be a woman. You are not a woman. You are, you are <laughs> right. not an adult. I did an adult. He's going to have to teach me how to grow. Absolutely not. No. Ugh, I couldn't even, I can't, I don't know why I just and said he that. he says like, I didn't come to this to, te- to teach somebody how to grow as an individual. I, and here's the thing. Being married is kind of like that. Mm-hmm. We we do help each other grow as individuals in a different context. Not yeah. as a not in the context of what he means as far as like teach you how to be an adult. We all change when we get married. We all have to grow a little bit even after we get married. We're not not into a marriage as a fully grown person because you're in a marriage now. Right. We like to think that we we feel like these people should be more grown than they are. All of them. Right. <laughs> they should deal with a lot of their stuff before they get married. Right. In this in this show. But you do kind of help each other grow as individuals when you're married. It's like, okay, so as a married man, do you feel like you stopped growing? No, not at all. Like that's <laughs> that's insane. That's so dumb. That he's walking around like he's peaked. There's yeah, no growth. He's, he's perfect. He is he has mastered life right now. And isn't he 27? Uh, is he? I feel like he's at least 30, he, I thought. I think he is one of the youngest. Um a lot. I'll load you one. Right? <laughs> maybe easier, maybe faster to look up Isaac. Right. I like, okay. Age, maybe. Uh, 29. Okay. 29. okay. He's 29. So I'm like, what? I'm just a little bit confused how you think before 30, you are just set. You know it all. Like, you got everything that you need. You are at a, at a master level. Yeah, literally. He, he does. He does admit that he's. There's some things that he is still learning later in the episode. Fine, whatever. But to but to look mm-hmm. down on someone as if they are not an adult mm-hmm. is is trippy to me. When just a couple weeks ago you talk about how you were a Facebook crook and you are Isaac right. and Tootie and all that nonsense, like sir, a, an adult adult doesn't usually have an alter ego unless you're in the comic books. <laughs> like, right. come on. So yeah, so then they get their assignment, and hold they... on. I want to I point something out real quick. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, he talks about how her lack of effort bothers him and how she, and he's talking about all this junk about how she needs to cook and clean and blah 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 blah. But I did like uh, right after the commercial, we had a montage of the other husbands either a ordering food for their wives mm-hmm. or b in Mike's case talking about how he plans to make food for his wife, how he wants to make food for his wife, and we have uh, I think it was Mark. This is where Mark's making the hamburgers, not really. mm-hmm. no. No, I'm still right. It was still the hamburgers. Well, it was in the montage. This is where it was the episode. Mm-hmm. And Mark making his wife food with no complaints. I no just complaints. found that so interesting and so funny how they are like how like production like loves to troll their contest their their cast. And like, I'm sure I'm sure if Chris and his ex were still on, Chris would have been making her something. Yeah, exactly. And you know, it, it's just, I found it so funny they were kind of trolling Elijah Wan in this way. Like, yes. we're going to have a montage of the husbands providing food for their wives mm-hmm. <laughs> in whatever exactly. way that is. Exactly. So we get the assignment. First question: What do you think it takes to fall in love? For him, it's devotion, commitment, loyalty. For her, it's someone who supports her, is loyal and patient, is her best friend, and is the first person that she'll dial for anything. I thought it was funny that she said dial rather than like call. Yeah. <laughs> She's like the first person I'll dial um, for anything. And so, you know, she says like, she's more guarded than she comes off. He's like, Oh, I know. Like you won't even cry. Like <sighs> he's like, I-, I know that he's like, you didn't cry at the altar. You didn't cry at this time you didn't cry at this time and so she shares a story about how when she was with her ex he was verbally abusive and she always cried and so she told herself after that relationship I'm never going to cry those tears again and so she's basically trained herself not to cry this is a very heartfelt story to share this was Mm -hmm. a very like I am being vulnerable, I am opening up to you to share with you and why I'm is, the way I am today. This is a moment to respond in a empathetic, emotional way. And exactly. what does Master what does Master Isaac do? The 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 genius of life says <laughs> you you can't let somebody else um control your emotions. Don't let anybody dictate your emotion. Um he tells this in a confessional, her not crying and her being able to do this tells me that she's sheltered. What is he talking using, about? You're using that word right, man. <laughs> like, <laughs> what? You could say, like, it means that she has a wall up. It means right. that she's guarded. It could mean a lot of things. Sheltered is not the word you're looking for. Oh, Master Elijah Isaac. Master whatever Elijah. Whatever you want to say. Master O. Isaac. Hmm. It, yeah, this was absolutely the worst response he could give her. If I'm her, I'm never sharing anything like that with you again because you clearly don't know how to take it. You don't know how to receive what I just gave. You don't know how to make this a moment of me sharing you learning something deeper about me to know how to move forward. You took this as an opportunity to tell me just don't let other people control my emotions. And it feels like it feels like his ego has taken a hit because he hasn't made her cry. <laughs> right. Because I haven't been emotional enough to make you cry. I haven't yeah. I haven't hit your emotional center to make you cry. It's ugh. It's so gross. It it that was and that when he did that or when he when that was his response, I was so annoyed. Um and so and 
Katina didn't really react to it. Um, Here's the thing. I, I have a big issue with how she responded a couple of times in this. Mm-hmm. Um, they they talk about the love thing and she kind of gives them a pass on like saying that, yeah, I know you do, that you want me to do some things and I'm going to really try to, to, to be that for you and do that for you. No, don't, don't give in to this boy. Like, uh, yeah, that's exactly what he is. Is a boy. Um, yeah, because so okay. So the next question was, do you think you're beginning to fall in love? And he, she looks at him for his answer, and he says, "I'll let you go first. Mm. And she says she sees potential, right? Mm-hmm. And he says, "Okay." Well, this is another moment. I'm gonna let you. I'm, I'm gonna let you finish. But this <laughs> yeah. is another moment. Go, mm-hmm. go ahead. Yeah. Yeah, literally another moment. And she's like, I see potential with us. And he says, okay, I like you. Um, but falling in love is a strong word for me. Love is not on the table. And look, it's not a bad thing. We're I both, like, you're like your you. own person. You're your own person. I'm my own person. You know, it's not a bad thing, but it's just not on the table for me. He's like, I definitely like you, though. I really <laughs> like you. Like, sir, this little man, this was a moment for you to return the favor. Like, yes. Like, you know, I really like you and I could see that there could be something there, but it's not there yet. It's not about what he said. It's about mm-hmm. how he said it. How 100%. he said it. Because she said, she basically said the same thing he did, that she's not there yet. But right. she delivered the blow in a much nicer way. Exactly. Love is not on the table for me. He's just looking like, at all. Like and He just looks so uninterested <laughs> as he's talking to her too. Like, yes, he's like, wasn't even looking at her. Yeah. He's looking at the ground. Shaking his head like, like I'm not. That's not for me. And and so like he says this, and then he's like, you know, we still have we ha- we still have to grow. I still have standards that need to be met. <laughs> standards that need to be met. Yes. AKA you tell I you do what I tell you to do. That's my standard. Yeah. And so then she says the part where, you know, she says, I'll start cooking more or I'll start cleaning more, you know, doing these things that you said. So you, you can see, I understand my role as a wife. And he's Whoa. like, look, look. Oh, I, I, I about <laughs> puked. I Listen, I was watching this with my wife mm-hmm. and I, this is our habit is a family friendly podcasting uh, <laughs> network. So I cannot tell you all what exactly she said, but there were a lot of M's and a lot of F's. <laughs> in, in this tirade that my wife unleashed at Elijah on, and partly to Katina for kind of like you know going along with this in a way. Yes, I was just like, and I understand it's like her response is her trying to be compromising to look okay. This is what he finds important. I'm putting in effort, so let me try to. I'm I'm trying to match that by saying this rather than her being like. Like how we are, and like gross. Step back. What are you doing? Yeah, but I mean, there's also a way. There's stuff. also no, I, I, never mind. I'll talk about it when we get to the last part. We we start. We still got more okay, nonsense. Yeah, this guy. yeah. So then he, um, for her to, to say like she's gonna try to do these things, he's like, well, I'll I'll believe it when I see it because I've been told things before in the past by too many people, and then they didn't follow through. So I'll, I'll believe when I see it. So now it's her just trying to. Now he's trying to paint the picture that. There, she's in a position of having to prove herself to him. Yeah. So then we get the date that he's planned for her. 
We got to touch on the, can we touch on the group outing for a yes. moment. Yes, let's do that. He's talking to the guys and he feels like he doesn't want to have to baby her. He feels like her life skills aren't where they need to be. It's life skills, Jason. It's yeah, life, skills. life skills. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Um, so he talks about what's going to happen when she goes back to work when she goes back to work, you know, in person. Cause I feel, I get the impression that she's working from home right now. He has this impression of working from home is just chilling on the couch, bro. No, I, I work a full-time <laughs> job from home and I do not have time to just be doing whatever, cleaning the full house. I still have most of my house still packed because I went back to work this week. And I don't have time to just be unpacking during the day and, and cleaning up and decorating. Because why? Because working from home, you might as well be working in an office. The location is just different. Working from home is work. Yes. Um, he talks about how, you know, normally if this was just a dating scenario, he would have walked away because she's, you know, so, you know, she, he's, she's not his caliber of person. Uh, you know, he's learning to have patience, but time is on their side. And since the cow is, he hasn't seen any effort. Uh, and then he talks about like, do I have to break a chair for her to understand that I'm being like that I'm being beat down? Like what? Well, I think he was saying, does he have to? Um, how did he put it? I, I break a tear. Uh, my clothes caption said chair. Oh, your clothes caption said chair. Yeah. Oh, see, I didn't have them on. So I, my I, impression I was tear. like, do I have to get like aggressive? Do I have to mm-hmm. like? Break a chair to show her I'm serious. Oh my god! Uh, uh, that that's just like, ooh. yeah. That's just that's not even borderline abusive. That is that's there. Mm-hmm. So that yeah that yes. so that that's annoying. Um, he but he's like literally him expressing this is this is part of part of the problem of not having the experts come in. And hearing this, yeah. these issues, like Pastor Cal's visit was focused on consummate your marriage. Go ahead, do it. <laughs> Why not? Pastor Cal like gave him a, like a drop of like reality check, mm-hmm. but that didn't work. Like we need some more reinforcement. Like I still, you, I, I see you're still not getting it, Elijah. One, like still, <laughs> I've seen the footage. You're not getting it, right? Um, but yeah, during the girls' outing, um. The only thing we like the main things we got from Katina, like as far as the relationship goes, she says their intimacy had been up and down um, and their their disconnect is that he needs somebody like to match him verbally. And like the last couple of days have been a little eye opening for her. And uh, then outside of the relationship, she says like Noi has been DMing her a little bit. Yeah. But she told uh, I'll uh, talk to the other girl. Yeah. (laughs) She told Jasmina, like, you know, I don't talk to Lindsay. But they're cordial in a group setting. Like they were responding to each other. Yeah, it was interesting because I like here and on the after parties, like they seem friendly enough. Yeah. So I I don't know. Maybe like uh, she said, Katina said, like she can learn to keep her emotions in check and keep her triggers in check. Mm -hmm. uh, Went around Lindsay. So good for her. Yeah. Because I don't know if anybody could do that. Right. Exactly. They're able to thank the fake the funk in in group Mm -hmm. settings at least um most of the time (laughs) um so the date he planned for her was a he a private chef to teach them how to cook it was like coconut shrimp and some salmon and and so he's like he just wants his wife to be on the same page as him and stop waiting for him to do something and just do it because that's that's effort to him 
Katina does not enjoy cooking. She says that. She doesn't enjoy it. It's not fun for her. She enjoys going out and trying new food. You can't force someone to like doing something. Someone doesn't like someone doesn't like playing tennis and you're forcing them to play tennis. That's not going to all of a sudden make them like it. Whereas I think in his mind, he doesn't see it as just a task or a chore or an activity. He sees it as that's a woman's role is to do the necessity of life for this woman to cook. That's a must. Right. Um, so, uh, they, you know, she doesn't enjoy cooking, but they do flash back to all the times he has wanted her to cook. And so she's kind of has that in mind. So they finally cook the food. They're eating it. He's like, look, you haven't fed me on this type of level since we've been married. Mm. Why? Okay. If you just want a mom or a maid, just say that. Let's go get that. That's not what that's not what you get a wife for. Because he is looking for someone to just cater to him, serve him. And I know, you know, okay, you have Destiny Child, cater to you, blah, 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 blah. That song. But he's not even taking into account who she is. What's her personality? What does he like about her? Like, what does he like about her outside of his own definition of what a wife should be? Like what makes Katina special as a person? She has stopped. She has stopped being her own individual person. And she is now a woman. She is now <laughs> a wife who is there to submit to me and to, you know, be loyal to me, have devotion to me, be a servant to me. Mm-hmm. That's Which honestly is- his mindset. Um, and he tells us in a confessional, he's like, look, I know she's been working on herself independently, but that doesn't mean she's ready for marriage. Like, I've I've come to, I've started to question myself that is she enough woman for me oh. as a wife? Oh, boy. I, I couldn't believe he was saying that. My, he my, just has himself on this pedestal. My mouth was just dropped. Like, he's, he, he just... Little thing, each thing he says is just worse and worse and worse. Yes, it's like he has the biggest shovel that he is mm. just digging this hole deeper and deeper. He's like, I paid off my student loans, I paid off my house. She's still working on things, she's still working on those things. And he's nothing wrong with that. You, you're still better yourself. All, nothing wrong all. with that. You're, you're still better at yourself. That's what he says there. You're, <laughs> you're still better at yourself. But she, yeah. <laughs> Like, oh my gosh. All right. Believe him. And then uh he's just trying to he's trying to figure out that she if if she has that base. Keeps talking about the base, just the base level of I guess life skills from what they were talking about with the guy. Yeah, can you can you do things without me telling you to? Like Yes. Like basically I don't want him to tell you to cook and clean for me. You just gotta do it. Yeah. He's like he's trying to figure out where she what she can do independently to know that he's satisfied. On a wife level. <laughs> on a wife level. The words that are coming out of his mouth in the order that they are coming out. It's like, what are you saying? Who says this? Yeah, we, we talked about this before, but it, it really seems like he's ascribed to these like these like YouTubers and these TikTokers and podcasters that talk about this type of thing. Mm-hmm. That, you know, talk about a woman's worth and you know what a woman has to do for you and blah, blah, blah. Yes. It, it just seems like he's just... He, that's if you look at this phone in his YouTube history, like that's what he's looking up. <laughs> that's and he's it. just like, yeah, tell them, tell those ladies, tell those women, like day you to know. day. Yeah, uh, it's so annoying. Um, and so 
they he's sitting with Katina and he's like he feels like she didn't apply enough to the housewarming. He like she didn't do enough. And he was like, your friends got the food. I got the chicken. Or your no, friends got said, some stuff. I got the chicken. He said he stepped up and brought yeah. the chicken. <laughs> yeah, he Sir, stepped up and got the chicken. you are a part of this marriage, are you not? Right. This is a part of your... Oh, and he and at some point in this, he, he might said, get to this. He my, says, my housewarming. Yes. Sir. Stop, <laughs> stop it. You just get up, leave the table. Yeah. Like, what? <laughs> He so yes, he says she didn't do enough for the housewarming. He's like, you worked at home all day, you didn't leave. She's like, I t- like my friends brought things because I told them to get it. He's like, yeah, but you, and she can yeah, do that, right? He's like, well, you did, you you didn't leave home, and you were at work, or you were working from home all day. So like, why didn't you leave to go do anything? I feel like you didn't do. He he felt like she could do more, is what he said, and. You know, she she tries to explain some more. And he's like, you're not comfortable with what you're saying. You could have done more. Um, he's like, I need to see where you are as a woman. He's And then he tells us in the confessional, if you don't want to cook, what do you want to do? Are you going to clean? Because that's all a woman can do. <laughs> that's it. That's all we're good Cooking for. And cleaning. You're good for <laughs> nothing else except maybe having my babies. <laughs> that's Ugh. it. In this that's scenario. It. In this scenario, what are you doing, Elijah Warren? What is your role? And he'll tell us some BS like, oh, my mm-hmm. role is to protect her. Like I'm providing the house while y'all live in the, the apartment that production is providing for you. And if I'm Katina, I'm like, am I still working while I'm doing all this? Like, right. Because I, I think in this traditional sense that he's talking about, like that you see on these, you know, old style sitcoms or whatever, it's the husband quote-unquote brings home the bacon mm-hmm. and the wife is a quote-unquote housewife in the unconventional terms where mm-hmm. she takes care of the house she takes care of the kids but as far as i know katina is still working a full-time job yes well you want her to work this full-time job and wheel you hand and foot that's not how yep. it works sir if, exactly especially if you guys are both providing in terms of a job like my wife and i we both have full-time jobs now i tell you for a fact there are days where I'm cooking, she's cooking, neither of us feel like cooking, so yeah, mm-hmm. we order out. Cool, whatever. It is what it is. We both clean the house on the times we actually clean the house. <laughs> like <laughs> I tell you, it's not every day for either one of us. <laughs> so it's like it's it's a partnership where you have to figure out what your uh what your levels are. Now there is a way, I think, for him to approach this if he would indeed like her to cook and maybe provide more cleaning. This is not mm-hmm. it. This yeah, at it. all. This is not the way to have that conversation. Yeah. To bring yourself to a level above her and basically look down upon her mm-hmm. and do things like I'm showing like in these in these segments we get of him cooking and of him doing these things, it's not in a partnership type of deal. It's a let me show you how to do this so that you can take this over and I don't have to do it anymore. Right. I shouldn't be holding a broom. Right. <laughs> it's crazy. Why am I holding a pot? Yeah. That should be in your hand. <laughs> it's just like, how are we hearing this in 2022? I don't get it. What, is he, what, what content is he consuming that he's getting this nonsense from? Right. Uh, and so he tells her, look, it, this whole time she's pretty quiet. Um, he's telling her like, 
I just need to be real with you. I'm trying to I'm trying to keep you grounded. <laughs> keep you grounded. He's like, if if I just want to know if I break my leg, can you hold it down? And right now, I can't say that. What like? <laughs> I'm sorry. I hit the mic. I'm sorry. But like, what do you what do you mean? You think we're just we're, we're just gonna starve if you break your leg? Like, That's if it. you break your leg, we're done for. We're both dead. Because <laughs> <laughs> right? I cannot, you know, chop make this rue for this. This like, meal. bro, at the very least, I can order DoorDash on my phone. Like, exactly. <laughs> you uh, will not die. Exactly. Um, and so, you know, she she just says, like, hey, look, I need a break right now. I need a break to get up. She gets up from the table. She's, like, talking in the confessional. She starts crying. She's like, she really wanted to be married. Um, but I feel like they didn't finish what she was saying. They just kind of cut it off to kind of let us believe, believe Wait, that like, she's makes, given up on this. It, it makes me feel bad, I think is what it cuts to, but it doesn't make sense yeah. as a sentence. Yeah, um, it, but It looks like she's also at the table, though, with him crying as well. Mm-hmm. And my thought is like, and she's crying the uh, next time on, too, like in front of him. And it's like, okay, Elijah, are you happy now? You have seen right. your wife crying because you made her cry out of exactly. sadness and, and being upset. Like, is this what you wanted? Like, yep, it is what he wanted. Hmm. He's like, so, okay, finally, some type of emotion, which is just terrible because I'm like, this hits even, it, this hits different. Now that we know the backstory to her not crying, just exactly. like, ugh, it's so annoying. And so on After Party, Jasmina did say, She's like, I know y'all see her, you know, she's quiet during a lot of this, but I know that I know Katina and she is a strong woman. Like she has dealt with worse than this. Um, so she is a strong woman. Here comes Lindsay. Here she comes, riding to save the day. Here she comes. Coming come. here, save the day. I was like, first of all, why are you trying to interrupt? I could see her trying to butt in. I'm like, no, this is Katina's friend talking right now. Why are you trying to butt in? She so she's like, Well, I just want to say. Just because she's dealt with worse doesn't mean she needs to deal with that. And Jasmina said, when did I say that? I didn't Miss, say that. This, here comes this tone. Just watch your tone. I say that. Like, oh, uh-oh. Here we go. And Lindsay's like, well, I mean, I'm just saying, like, she's a beautiful woman. She deserves better. And Jasmina's like, but I didn't say that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which is true. She didn't say that. Didn't say that at all. Not one bit. Oh, gosh. She just just doubles down. She's like, well, well, you said she's been through worse. I'm just saying she doesn't deserve that. She's like, I I didn't say you said that, but I'm just saying. (laughs) Right. And another thing that was nice, a nice add-on was Noi said that it it feels like um, he's trying to make her validate her worth constantly. I was like, that was a great way to put it. That's a sum up right there. That's the whole thing in a nutshell. Yes. So that was a, a surprising take from Noi. So yeah, maybe she has Noi grown some, a lot since. A, a broken clock works twice a day. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Very true. Um, so yeah, we did get a next time on. She was spanking Elijah during the intimacy activities. Like you said, she was crying. She said, it feels like someone is beating her up and it's making her feel like she's not good enough. Yeah, she and says we, it's his tone. Like, yes. We're we getting that T word again. Yes, the big T word, the big D word. Yeah, Yeah, for our keywords. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, I think we did get one more. Let me make sure. I think we did get one more piece of feedback on Katina and Olajuwon. Um, Yes, this was also from 
um, T. Kins. She said, what are the standards that Olajuwon has set for himself as a husband? How he spoke to Katina throughout the episode was abrasive and toxic. How was he eating before Katina? I'm sure he wasn't making five-star meals. Exactly. exactly. Before Katina came into the picture, he what was he doing? Was he He's living? peanut butter sandwiches. <laughs> yes. Uh, I had one today and it was delicious. Yeah, those can be, those hit different when you haven't had one bread. in a while. And yes. Bread, mm, delish. Okay. Ooh. Let's just say it. But yes, he's these standards that Elijah one is setting, he's not even meeting the standards for being a good man or a good husband. Exactly. But I don't know what where he gets off creating these standards for his wife, looking down on his wife, um, doing all these things. He's just he's just the absolute worst. And that we I mean were that's really for you. Really we were. were rooting for you. <laughs> we really were. Um. So, ratings. Where 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 are you gonna rate them? Oh man. Um. So I've been in Perico Sicily a four. Mm-hmm. Uh, boy, do I want to take it? I feel I feel like there is going to be some intervention at some point mm-hmm. by the experts. We've seen it in the previews where he gets into it with uh, but doesn't get into it with her. He, he kind of talks about um. Oh my gosh, why am I like Dr. Pepper? Uh-huh. And Dr. Pepper's like, uh, bring it on Elijah Wan or whatever. So there's gonna be some intervention there. I feel like I want to say they can bounce back. I'm gonna mm-hmm. take them down two or three. Um I, I want I because I, I feel like when it's been good, it's been really good. Yeah. If he can get broken out of this stupid, idiotic Neanderthal mindset, I see good things for them. Yeah. Now we've seen in previews for the season that Something else pops off. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to take them down to a three. I hope they can build their way back up. But if it keeps going into this trajectory, it's just going to go eventually go all the way down to the one. Right. I'm going to maintain my three from last week because I think that if they do have an like an an intervention, like let's say with Dr. Viviana next week, and she's able to say something for him to change his tone with her. I think mm-hmm. that could be enough for Katina to be like, okay, you take away that, I think we have a good relationship. And if he's able to hold it, like to keep those just like his misogynist husband viewpoint away for a little bit, I think it would long enough to until decision day, I think that they could survive. Get Fred Jeff back in here. He was he was trying to speak some sense into Elijah last week. Yeah, please. Uh, I, I uh, Somebody needs to talk to this boy because right. this is not it. Yeah. And we did get some uh, feedback from Emma Rose, who is a listener uh, and an RHAP patron. So she actually lives in Massachusetts, and her mom actually saw um, Elajuan and Dr. Pepper together. Filming at this place called uh, Look, what is it called? Uh, Lookout Farm, which has been featured on the show a couple of times. Do and she said experts? it was like, Do we have another expert stealing one of the reality casts for her? <laughs> are they together? Oh, <laughs> Let me find out. And uh, it's so funny because the screenshot from her mom is like a picture of them, and, the, and her text says, Are these anyone? <laughs> like, who are these people? <laughs> Do you know I mean, them? Right. And um, so basically, 
this was early September. And Emma thinks that a lot of what we've been seeing has been in the summer. So, or maybe like end of the summer, end of, end of summer. So I wonder, is this later in the season, like t- t- closer to decision day? Mm. Um, but yeah. So another thing that Emma said was, um, so even though we didn't talk about Chris and Alyssa this episode, uh, she said, um, very much enjoying your uh, you on the first side beat. Love your recaps. And the only tea I know is that my brother-in-law knows Alyssa because they're from the oh. same town. He's a bit older. And everything I told him about her on the show didn't surprise him in the least. Um, <laughs> I.e., she has always been that way. Nice. So, uh, Ryan from last season, we are not listening to you. <laughs> you are not I a mean, good no judge No surprise character. anyway. No <laughs> surprise anyway. We, we, I didn't need this bit of news to you know <laughs> make that known not to listen to Ryan from last season. Right. But yeah, I think I think the the picture of of Elijah one and and Pep may be from uh you know we have the kind of I think it's a is it a month check in maybe when we get to a month they you know each of the experts sits down with one of the the sides of the couples I think Pepper and Cal sit down with uh, each of the people and talk mm-hmm. about how they're feeling about the relationship and whatnot so I, my guess is that's what that is yeah um so yeah those were our five couples. Or four couples. Four. 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 Very important. Four. Four, four and two singles. sightings of <laughs> those who shall not be named. Right. Um, they did say on the after party that next week there are going to be two two people from the show and the third person is Kevin Fredericks from the, the Bald and the Beautiful, another Married at First po- Married at First Sight podcast that I listen to. It's very entertaining. Um so I think that's really interesting. Uh, yeah. Where is our invite? <laughs> Where's our invite? <laughs> um, y'all, like, listen, I'm not telling you, I'm not telling y'all what to do. But I mean, if y'all want to start tweeting at people, be like, hey, where is uh, where's J A Y R one o a five? Age like ages <laughs> right. invitations to these things. We're not gonna tell you not to do that. Exactly. But uh, you know, hey, we're we here. Hey, we we're here. available for after parties for sure. I'm I'll there. come talk I'm about ready. an episode. Sure. <laughs> I'll look these people in the face and tell them what's wrong with them. I don't care. Right. So just so y'all know, if y'all see us on after party in the future. <laughs> hey, we we big, we bossing it up. We on, right. we on the TV, man. We made it. We made it, bro. <laughs> uh well, thank y'all for sticking with us throughout this. This was an interesting episode. Jason, where can people find you? Uh I am on Twitter at J A Y R one zero eight five. Um, I have some stuff coming up in the pipeline. I will be tweeting about it there, um, you know, when it happens. Nice. I love secret projects. <laughs> <laughs> um, y'all can find me on Twitter at Asia Like Asia, A-Y-S-H-A like A-S-I-A. I am still talking about Love is Blind with Mary Kukowski. We are We will be talking about the reunion that is going to be dropping this week. Um, they we got dropped- a trailer with a boot up Ayana and Jared. We did. We did. How do you, know, you feel about that? That means that he started to show it with his actions, and I'm mm. happy for them. Like That's we all, all that knew means. he would. Because <laughs> no. y'all know him so well. Exactly. <laughs> um, and then also, uh, Big Brother Canada has started, and so I am on the Thursday night recap of the first eviction. Uh, this week so by the time this drops that is also on your feed so go check that out if you are into Big Brother Canada 
Um, and then also I am going to be hopping over to Silent Podcast to talk about The Amazing Race with Sasha Joseph. And so very excited to talk about the finale. Um, and then anything else I'm doing, definitely go just follow me on Twitter and I'll be posting about it there. Um, oh, yeah. Also, Survivor. Survivor 42 starts next week. I will be joining the crew to do the Survivor 42 um, draft. So uh, drowning in podcast, Sean. Drowning in podcast. <laughs> so, so that'll be coming out next week. Hopefully, I get a solid team, and I don't have the grenade, and I just pick the person who's gonna win. That's it. Simple, That's straight like it. that. I gotta do my do my homework, study up on this cast. Um, all right. So thank y'all for sticking with us, and we will see y'all next week. Bye. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you Lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.